Hi, lovey. Welcome to the Coming Out Gold podcast. I'm Coach Tammy, a life coach and strategist determined to encourage, empower, and equip women so they can live the lives they were meant to live before the world told them they weren't enough. Once you shake off the sack of shoulds you've been handed, you'll be ready to embark on a journey where you start creating the life of your dreams. It's time for you to step into your power, break up with false narratives, and learn how to come out gold. And I'll be here to walk with you every step of the way. Welcome back to the fourth installment of the Conversation with Girlfriend series. Today, I am sharing with you a chat I had with my favorite Australian friend, Karen. She is a fellow Wonder Woman, a health coach focusing primarily on gut health, and the only person in my life who was also interested in regenerative farming. She just celebrated her 50th birthday, so I just had to make her the guest on my 50th episode. I hope you'll enjoy our chat as we talk about being single, fabulous, and wildly brave. I know you're going to love her as much as I do. Let's dive in. I think Australian <laughs> accents make everything better. I mean, well, you don't really care, but yeah. No, maybe, maybe they do. <laughs> Are there multiple kinds of Australian accents depending on what region? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So my accent apparently isn't as strong as some other accents that are a bit further down the bottom of Australia. So mm. yes, yes, very yeah. much more. Um, what they call ochre Australian is is a is a way of saying it. But yeah, yeah, stronger than me, definitely. <laughs> yeah. I think sometimes characters on TV have really strong Australian accents that are so heavy. You're like, mm. I'm gonna need subtitles, but I've never felt that with you. No. <laughs> Though you do say things like sloppy Joe's and I'm like, why are you wearing a sandwich? That's gross. <laughs> what do you do? What kind of kinky stuff are you into over there, Karen? Oh yeah. We're into some stuff here. We're into some stuff. <laughs> well, I am so thankful you're here and that you're one of my wonder women. Cause now you're my third wonder woman to be on the podcast, which is awesome. And I just want us to talk about girlfriends and being 50 and fabulous and fierce because you just celebrated your 50th birthday and this is the 50th episode so it was obviously meant to be <laughs> so obviously it was yes yeah obviously duh yes yeah, so you and I met two years ago in our master in our made to do this class that Marie talked about last week on episode 49 so tell me what you thought about that experience. Cause bless your heart. You are an Australian thrown into a bunch of crazy Americans. So what'd you think about that? It was certainly a learning curve meeting all <laughs> new girls. <laughs> and it's been, it's definitely been a ride, you know, getting to know you ladies and it's, it's actually been quite a delight and yeah, it's definitely a highlight meeting all of you. I must say just to have the opportunity to get to know a bunch of women that are we're all we were all kind of hoping for the end result I guess and we all worked through through things together and supported each other and it's it's just been so lovely and and you're all so different as well mm -hmm. and I think um that's been an interesting one how different you all are and and you've all actually made me very excited about coming over and visiting because I never thought well, I just never thought it was America would be a place that I'd want to go to see because just like here in Australia, you sort of see Americans as these big, louder than than anything, and and they're out there, and you know they're all all that. Um, and I was like, which oh, is gosh. true. 
which, which is, is true, also true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um you know but you girls are just yeah delighted me and, and I just I just I just love love talking to you all every fortnight also when we meet up yeah I love that you said fortnight yeah it's the highlight <laughs> of every fortnight for me it's the highlight definitely yeah 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 I just you know I've been like please leave Australia and come hang here because <laughs> I love spending time with you so much but I never imagined that when I signed up for this class like I would get someone I love so much on the other side of the world, right? Like, and especially in Australia where I'm sure they're just going to spot Hugh Jackman walking by at some point and be like, I found him. I found him, Tammy. Yeah. <laughs> As if it's yeah. this tiny little place, Australia. Yeah. 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 It's all right. When I, when I, um, when I see him, I'll make sure I get a photo and send perfect. it Perfect. <laughs> perfect. That's friendship right there. So, yes, yeah. so tell the listeners today a little bit about who, like who you are, what you do. <laughs> well, as of, as of just a week or so ago, I'm a 50 year old single, <laughs> single woman and probably have been single for about six years, six years now approximately and I work in the organic wholesale food industry so I'm very much into health that's very important to me so yeah just that's that's just really what I do living living the dream here in in Australia <laughs> yes you are living the dream because you're in Australia and we're in America and just like you said who wants to come here let's go to you <laughs> In this series, Conversation with Girlfriends, we have been, I've just been talking to different friends about struggles that you face in your friendships. And I think uniquely, at least I, this has been my experience, that being single and 50 is a whole different ballgame when it comes to maintaining, building, finding all of that new friendships in your life. What do you experience in that realm? I agree. I, I certainly even six years ago when I wasn't, I mean, I was in my forties, it, it was even a challenge then because a lot of my friends were all married, children, um, they'd moved away from the area. So it's not necessarily um, an easy thing to do. And I guess I've, I've never been someone that's had a lot of friends. I've usually only had a handful of friends. I, I think just generally for me, it's, Friendships have always been a challenge, even when I was a, a child. So, yeah, it's it's kind of normal for me not to have too many friends. But I, I do feel more so because people are, you know, they've got families and they're busy with that. So when you are single, you know, they're, they're busy on the weekends or they're busy with doing stuff with their, with their family and kids and various other things. So, yeah, I wouldn't say it's, it's easy at at my age, let alone any age, really. Yeah. I think that uh, one of the reasons I wanted to have you on is because you and I had a, a little catch up time that lasted a few hours one night because we were just talking about the, like, some of the struggles. And I just loved your take on how you choose to approach your life. You don't wait for a friend to do something. And that's really one of the things I wanted to touch on here because. I was 42 before I ate at a restaurant by myself. 
which mm-hmm. is cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs, right? Mm-hmm. And and maybe it's I romanticize it because of the Australian accent you have, but <laughs> I just feel like you are just out there living your life, and it's just beautiful. Yeah, I, I guess I learned a long time ago, and I'm t- like in my, I'd say I would have been my early twenties, maybe even twenty one, maybe yeah. That I just didn't want to miss out on opportunities because I didn't have anyone to go with me. So again, like I said, I've never had lots of friends, but and but with the friends that I've had, they haven't necessarily had all the interests that I've had. I've got quite an eclectic range of interests. And to to have to have friends that have all of the interests I have is is has been quite challenging, I guess, over the years. So when I was younger, I used to want to do things and then ask a friend. And then they go, oh, no, we're not into that. And so then I wouldn't go to that particular thing because didn't have anyone to go with, right? And then one day I just thought, oh, my gosh, Karen, like you're missing out on all these amazing opportunities and experiences because you don't have anyone to go with. And you're just sort of stopping having joy and fun in your life because you have, like, because there's no one to go with you. And, um, And just one day I thought, I I don't want to miss out on anything anymore. I don't want to have regrets. I don't want to be just living half a life. I want to, I want to experience everything that I can. And, and so that's when I decided to start doing things on my own. And I think the first thing I did was actually just go to a movie on my own. And I thought, well, a movie is pretty safe. Like it's the dark, you know, <laughs> you, you, can, you can hide yourself in the dark and, you know, it's all good. And did that. It was so freeing. It was so freeing. and. I just gradually over the years just started, you know, I'd still ask people if they wanted to go, but more often than not, you know, no one, I wouldn't have anyone to go with. So I just gradually started just taking myself to, to places because like I said, I didn't want to miss out on opportunities. And I've gotten to the point now that it's just a natural thing for me to do things on my own if something comes up, I'll just get myself a ticket or I'll organize to go there without even actually asking anyone. I, I actually forget to ask people because it's so ingrained in me that I just, once I like something, I'm just doing it. I'm just going. And it's a second thought about asking someone if I even think about it. Like <laughs> that's kind of, it's like I've gone to this other extreme where I'm just so comfortable with my own company and I don't need anyone to, to to be with me to have fun yeah so I go and see gigs on my own at, at bars or, or pubs and or I I just do anything on my own and it's a natural thing for me so yeah I guess I take myself out on dates really is kind of what I what I call it yeah I just like I said I just don't want to be missing out on opportunities and having regrets and yeah regrets is not a it's not a good feeling and um, yeah, it's all learning and growth within yourself. And yeah, I don't know. That's just kind of where it all started. Yeah. yeah. After you and I had that conversation, you challenged me to do that, to date yourself, like quit waiting for life to happen, go out and have it. And <laughs> no, I know it sounds totally lame. I just went to Panera for breakfast with my book. And mostly I like Panera because they have these things called charged lemonades that are like Fuji apple cranberry with like green coffee extracts. So you think you're drinking lemonade, but you're like, oh, energizer buddy all of a sudden. (laughs) 
And I was like, <laughs> I am going to go. And like, I take a little picture, like Karen, I'm out by myself. And then I just <laughs> went to Marshall's and bought a fall candle, I think. And then I went to the store and bought spinach. Very, very exciting things. <laughs> I just moved at my own pace and kind of did my own thing. And I was like, okay, I can see why Karen likes this. Now, am I going dancing and to gigs as you call them, which I love that you say that. Am I going to do that? No, not yet at least <laughs> because I'm like, we'll all die. We'll die. Something will happen. I'll be the one person that slips and hits their head and dies in the parking garage because <laughs> I am the luckiest person on earth. I appreciated that you challenged me to do that because you could have just been like, I got to go. I got to go live my own life. I got to you were going to an art museum actually that day. You're like, I'm going to an art museum later. And I was like, wow. Cause I don't know anybody here except, well, I've, now that I'm at working outside the home, I've met some people here. Cause again, moving in a pandemic is fairly stupid because you, you know, whatever leaves their house and you don't meet people. Yeah. It's been a real struggle for me. And so I definitely moved here and I just stopped having a life, right? Cause in Tennessee, when I lived in Tennessee, happiest place on earth. And when I lived in Georgia, you had friend groups. So you always, there was always stuff to do. You know, there are tons of people to go with and do different things. And then, then they're not suddenly. And you're like, oh, this sucks. Yeah. yeah. I guess the question, my question would you to be, would be, would be, you can tell it's Friday and my brain is not working. Right. And my question to you would be, how did you find the courage to do that? Oh, do you know what? It was just feeling the fear and doing it anyway, because I was scared. Like I was scared to do it. And I'm not saying it's always easy because uh, I still get nervous about doing things on my own. But I just, I think the, I think the pull of not having regrets in life was stronger within me than missing out, than not doing it basically. So even though I was scared and like I said, I still get scared. I just pushed myself. I just pushed myself to go and do it. Like I said, even today where if I've got something coming up that I've, that I've booked in or whatever, I'll have resistance come up even as I'm getting ready to go out. And even as I'm driving to the venue or the event, I still have resistance and negative thoughts coming up about you should just stay home it's more comfortable you could just be on the couch watching tv in your pajamas I still have those thoughts after what is it 20 30 years of doing this yeah especially when I guess I'm in my feeling maybe a bit vulnerable on that day or not feeling completely full of confidence I still have those thoughts so it's just trying to push through and know that those thoughts it's just it's just a protection you know mechanism and I know when I actually get to the event and I'm there I go oh okay I'm so glad I'm here and I know I'm going to have a lovely time so I think it's just yeah pushing yourself and just little steps whether that's like no I'm just going to keep getting ready okay that's great thanks for that advice you know voice in my head but I'm still going to um, keep moving forward and get in the car, turn the car on and drive. And yes, I think that's what it was. It was just my motivation to not have regrets was certainly stronger than 
than staying at home. And each time it's about growth, isn't it? It's about yeah, your personal growth and just building on your self-confidence and your self-worth and and just being proud of yourself that you've pushed through those boundaries or those negative thoughts or whatever it might be and just going, oh my gosh, I did that. How cool am I? Because I wanted to ask you, Tammy, like how you felt after going to the cafe and, and having your book and having your drink and, you know, going out and about, how did you feel after that? Well, I can't not talk to people when I go out. That's kind of who I am. Also, I think realistically, I have a broken amygdala because my tra- childhood trauma. So I lack the part of your brain where you self-identify. So I typically like, oh, I need to find someone to with. I ne- I always call it the with, like I need to with, with I need to be with people. And so I, I make a weird cocktail from my different, the different flavors of the charged lemonade. Like I'm a third grader trying to do the soda machine and all the different flavors. Mm-hmm. I do that with a lemonade. And this kid walks by and his eyes get bigger than the saucer. He's like, your drink is orange. <laughs> and I was like, I know. Cause it was a mango uzu with the, the Fuji cranberry. So it was bright orange. I'm sure like red dye number seven, that's absolutely going to kill me one day. But I was like, I know. So I told him about the things and he was like, no, it is orange. And his dad's like, leave the lady alone. And I was like, no, it's fine. It's, it's orange. I mean, I don't know what else to tell you. It's obnoxious. So yeah, I think I enjoy it because I find there are moments when I can connect with the humanity of other people, right? Like that little boy was like, holy crap, lady, your drink. That's not right, lady. And I'm like, you're not wrong. It is crazy that it's this color. And I'm sure there's food diet in, but I like it. So we're going to drink it today. Just like a lady like had her little walker and she couldn't maneuver between the tables, So I pushed in a chair for her. Yeah. It's one of those feelings, I think, where I felt alone most of my life, even in relationships. And so it was one of those things where though I was alone, I was still with other people, right? Like I could help the lady with her little walker and talk to the kid. And Yeah, I think it's an opportunity for me sometimes to practice seeing others, right? So I can go out and if I'm feeling alone, if I can see someone else and help them or, you know, make eye contact or smile at them, then maybe they feel less alone too. Mm, absolutely. Plus I got a really great fall candle. So I was also here for that. <laughs> for, for me, it's about filling my cup, you know, mm-hmm. because, you know, I live alone and it, yeah, it's definitely when I walk away from different things that I've been to, I just feel so fulfilled within myself. and. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't mean like going to an event like you were saying before, you know, chatting to people as part of it, it's that connection mm. because you're all there for a similar reason. I guess with the cafe, you're all there to eat and drink and, you know, and have all that lovely stuff happening and just be around people. Cause I think when you're living on your own, it's just lovely to be around people yeah, and just feel definitely. and just observe what's going on and be part of that. And so, yeah, definitely it's filling my cup when I when I do things like that and yeah making those connections in whatever way whether that is helping someone with their chair or whether it is chatting with a little kid for a few moments that's all helps to fulfill us definitely yeah yeah what's the scariest thing that you've 
scariest moment or uneasy, not necessarily like fear, fear, but that you've experienced in dating yourself? Okay. That's really interesting. I have to think about that one. I actually think, I actually think it was when I first went to a gig or, or a show at, at a bar on my own as a female. I think that was, that was the most nerve wracking because when I've gone to see shows, they've been at an auditorium or something like that where you've allocated seats. And mm-hmm. um, whereas going to this particular gig was in just a, like I said, a, a bar or a pub, you know, where you're just on your own as a female. I think that was quite daunting for me to do that. I'd say that would have been probably the, the one that took a lot more courage than any of the others. And this was quite some time ago now, but that's the one that comes to mind because it's like a female going into a bar on her own with potential men and, you know, all of that, Sure. all of that mentality kind of going around and those thoughts. Yes. I'd say that would have been the the most nerve wracking, but yeah, got through it safely. (laughs) Right. Obviously you live to tell the tale. (laughs) What do you think? Do you think that you really learned something powerful by doing that one the first time? Very much. I, I feel like I've got quite a strong sense of who I am and I I I must exude <laughs> I must exude something when I do go out to places like that because no one usually comes near me, right? <laughs> so I <laughs> so I must <laughs> my yeah, my my whole being should should radiate some kind of um leave me alone or I'm gonna do something. Um so no <laughs> Do you wear a shirt that says like I'm crazy, don't talk to me or something? Oh, I think I think it is probably my outfit because it's um usually like, <laughs> usually if it's at a place like that, you know, I'll just be wearing jeans and a t-shirt and I wear my Doc Martens. And so I'm sort of here in Australia, like when you when you're wearing Doc Martens, they're they're boots if people don't know what doc martin oh yeah they, every if they don't know what doc martins are they shouldn't listen to us yeah 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 cool. no um, <laughs> so i think here in australia when people wear doc martins there's a certain persona i think people are like oh yeah okay they're, they're a certain way and yeah i don't know i don't know if it's sort of or she's she's a bit tough or something I, i'm not sure or maybe that's just my, my, my that's just maybe that, maybe that's just how I'd like to interpret it. <laughs> it's probably not like that at all, but anyway, that's how I'm interpreting it. Or that's just the persona I give off because I, I, you know, in my twenties, that was like 1990s and back here in Brisbane in Australia, it was like the grunge era. And so everyone was sort of wearing their Doc Martens and then, right. And they, you know, liked Nirvana and Pearl Jam and all those grunge sound garden and all that. And so I've come from that. And it's like here I am 50 and I'm still wearing that kind of outfit when I go out. So I'm still amazing. Uh, I'm still um, wearing kind of coming across like that. <laughs> so I think, <laughs> I think, you know, there's obviously some invisible way of vibe that I give off. I think that people just don't really chat with me and which I'm kind of okay with that um in some ways but 
because I'm there just to listen to the band and have a good time. So I never have gotten harassed or felt unsafe. But yeah, I never put myself in unsafe situations anyway. Sure. I think that that you just are probably too cool for school and they don't think they can hang with you. I think that's what it is. They're like, oh, she's got docs on. She is too cool for me. I'm over here in my like, you know, Chico outfit. Yeah. Possibly. Possibly. Yeah. Let's let's believe that one. Yeah. I don't even know. Do y'all have Chico's in a I don't know what that is. So it's kind is. of like a very conservative, nicer, well-made but very, it's usually, I think even their demographics for their ads, I would say all of their models are like fifties and up. Okay. So very, I'm a grown woman and I don't wear Doc Martens. (laughs) (laughs) No offense to any Chico lovers out there or any people who don't like Doc Martens, but I'm just saying, I think you're just too cool for school. Yeah. I think when I go out, I feel so awkward being somewhere by myself that I want to just like become a wallflower. Let me just shrink back and be invisible. I've known you for two years now, which is crazy, but I know you have a pension for dancing. So you oh, are yeah. not going out and trying to be like Tammy <laughs> and be a wall a wallflower, are you? <laughs> Look, not. when when there's when there's music playing, I just I just can't not move and I just can't ignore it. Yeah. And I just and I just have to and look, if there's a dance floor beckoning my body just like gets me to that dance floor. (laughs) (laughs) I don't necessarily, like I I have no control. And then my body body just does its thing and and has its fun. So, And again, you know, that came from, that probably came from my early twenties as well. I just, I just love music and love dancing and it just brings me so much joy. And again, friends not liking that music and me just thinking why am I missing out on a song that I want to dance to and just went up to a dance went on to the dance floor and and uh, yeah irrelevant to whether other people were dancing on the dance floor <laughs> or not I just would go up yep. um and irrelevant to whether I was cool with my dancing or whether I was just a bit whatever doing my own contemporary moves um, <laughs> interpretive dancing is that what you're saying was happening yeah, interpretive dancing um Karen style so yeah and look I, and I was <laughs> I'm not a big drinker either so I can't sort of blame it on alcohol it's just um <laughs> it's just who you are it's just who I am so <laughs> let's just say yeah I my body starts moving at, at its own accord when there's music involved and I just can't help it and <laughs> And um, I try, <laughs> I try not to think about people watching. I try not to think about that there's people surrounding me watching. Yeah, I try and shut that out to the best of my ability. It doesn't always work, and I am nervous, but but sometimes I can. It's just called closing your eyes and then just pretending that no one's there. But <laughs> yeah, I feel like whenever I hear you talk about dancing, I always feel like it's like one of those scenes from the movies where like somebody's on the dance floor just going after it and everybody's like, what is that person? <laughs> I kind of feel like that's maybe that's what me. I, maybe that's just how I want to envision you. And you were absolutely a fantastically flawless dancer with your interpretive dance moves. But somehow I feel like it's a scene from a movie. 
Yeah, um, and I think you're probably right. I, do you know what? Actually, my friend took a video of me for my birthday and I didn't realise that she had. This was only two weeks ago, you know, when I turned turned 50. And um, I didn't realise she had until she sent me the video and I went, oh, okay, that's what I look like. Okay. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if it was a good thing. I'm not sure. But I thought, oh, well, you know, I had a good time and I'm not going to see any of those people again. So <laughs> it doesn't matter. Yeah, I haven't injured anyone. Okay, so that's that, good. That's good. I've I've not yeah, I've not, yeah, I've not heard anyone. Gotten anyone. arrested? Yeah, none of that. Okay, good. So. Not gotten arrested either. That's good. <laughs> not yet anyway. <laughs> There's still time. There's, There's still, still time. time. There's totally still time. Yeah, yeah. I feel like I'm still in my twenties. Like I still, you know, I still feel like I should be going out and doing stuff that people do in their twenties and yeah, so it just shocks me the age that I am because I still want to do all that stuff that people do in their 20s. So, yeah. Yeah, I definitely feel that someone will ask me how old I am and I'm like, let me think a minute. <laughs> Not because I'm like senile and I don't remember how old I am, but because I don't think of myself being, you know, this age, I'm like, I don't know how I got this old. How does that happen? I'm certainly not this old. <laughs> Sometimes you'll be like, no way, no way I'm this old. I, <laughs> I think it's not true. Yeah. 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 What do you love most about dating yourself and being your own best friend? Well, I think I'm good company and I think I'm pretty funny. Obviously, you're <laughs> hilarious. I don't hang with people who aren't funny anymore. You're funny. <laughs> Oh, um, so I guess the thing for me about doing it all on my own is that just I'm pushing my boundaries and I'm and I've got just that personal growth and I've learned so much about myself that, you know, I'm a strong person and I've done things in my life that or gotten through situations in my life that I probably wouldn't have had the courage to do if, if I hadn't started doing this. And I'm not, and I'm just talking about personal situations that have happened. And I feel that having the courage to do things on my own has helped me get through some challenges in life and be able to cope with dealing with those situations and yeah, giving me the strength and confidence to do those things. So that's what I have loved at just that self-growth that it's given me. Um, in so many levels yeah and even just what I think about myself as well and and it just has made me realize too how far along I am with my self-confidence when I hear other people talking about where they are and and things like that and and I especially on those days when I think I don't have self-confidence and I guess like for example with you Tam like you know, you hadn't been out doing anything on your own. And that's, that's like, oh, do people not do that? Like, and so I I thought people went out and did stuff on their own, because I've been doing it for so long. So it's, it's made me realize that, okay, I, I am a a bit different to other people um, with doing that sort of stuff to me, because to me, it's normal, right? So yeah, I just think, yeah, just my confidence is, is, much more than what I what I think it is yeah yeah I agree because you're very brave to do the things you do and you just don't have any qualms about doing it which is amazing 
And mm-hmm. I won't share the stories here because they're not my stories to tell, but I know for a fact that you are good company and you are also funny and that you you get into some good trouble, as I like to say, when you are uh, <laughs> hanging out on your own. What would be your perfect date yourself kind of day? What would that look like for you? Oh, wow. Okay. Well, I'd enjoy, I'd get, I'd, I'd take my time getting up. I'd, I'd have a little sleep in. Yeah. Who doesn't with, want to lie in? Yeah. Cause I get up early for work. So it'd be lovely to just sleep in and I would, uh, I'd go, I'd probably go and do something in nature because nature helps to recharge my battery. So I'd probably go out and, you know, go for a walk in like in a park or something like that, or even um, have a picnic on a beautiful day like today. And then in the evening, I would go out to hear some music and dancing, of course. Of yeah. course. Got to get your dance on. That's, that's definitely, yeah, that's like has to finish for the day because I find like if I've done something like that, I'm just on this high. It just gives me, yeah, a real high and it just um, follows through for the rest of the week, actually. It fills, it fills my cup absolutely so it definitely has to be that. Definitely it has to end with some kind of music and dancing. And yeah, it's like my batteries have been recharged. Yeah, that's kind of what I'd do, something like that. Yeah. That sounds like a Karen day, if ever I have heard one. Mm. What would mm. you tell someone who has never done, like have, has gone out by themselves and dated themselves? What do you, what would you tell them? to convince them to do that? I would just tell them, take little steps to get there. So if the simplest thing for you to do on your own is going for a walk just around the block, then start with that. And it might actually, it might not even be around the block. You might only be able to walk a few metres on your own and then go back home. That would be one, just start small with little steps of what you think you can manage. and do something that lights you up as well. Do something that you think that you'd enjoy doing. And also just realize that the voice inside you that gives you resistance, because like I said, I still get that. And that's a normal safety thing anyway, but just, yes. but just acknowledge that it's there, but continue to move forward anyway. So, you know, like I said, if you're just, for me, it's getting, if I'm getting dressed to go, to an event, I'm going to get that. I continually get that resistance coming up, but I still continue getting dressed, even though that resistance is, is telling me, don't do this, don't do that, blah, blah, blah. I still push through that. So just, yeah, I'd say just keep doing what you're doing, even though the voice is telling you otherwise. Yeah. And just be, you know, just cut yourself some slack and just do those little steps. Don't put pressure on you to have to you know, go out to a gig on your own like me. <laughs> but, you know, just whatever small thing and and reward yourself for doing that, you know, that you're awesome that you've even just done that because each little thing is going to get you, get you further along. Yeah. Since you have mastered the art of loving to be your own best friend and spending time with yourself, do you find it hard because I know you said you find it hard to even often remember to even ask someone if they want to join you. How mm-hmm. do you 
maintain, establish, cultivate friendships? Or is that something that you even care to do at this point of life? It's an interesting one. I guess I I probably don't, to be truthful, I probably don't <laughs> maintain friendships as well as I could. And I think I actually, being around people for me is actually a challenge. I'm more a one-on-one person. So I definitely relate more one-on-one with people and would prefer a smaller group of, like if I'm doing something with other people, it would be a small group of people. And I, I do go through periods where I may not contact friends as often because I tend to, being around people depletes me of energy. And so I, being on my own, I tend to recharge. That's how I recharge my batteries. And if I've had a tough day at work, for example, because I'm around a lot of people and a lot of noise, that when I'm at home, I just need that quiet time to recharge. But in actual fact, you know, that's when people want to chat. Friends want to chat is in the right. evening. or And so I can struggle sometimes um, finding that balance with maintaining those relationships on a, in a healthy way and in a regular way. Um, and then not. So I'm, I'm getting better at that. I am getting better at that, realising that, you know, I do need to maintain friendships because I think I'm getting at the point in some ways that I'd like to do things with other people. So I have to, I actually have to be mindful of maintaining relationships because I, I've certainly over the years not given the attention to friendships as much as I should. And now I know that 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 is important. And I know I do get so much from spending time with friends. I do. So that, that's an interesting one because that's kind of like my next chapter is, is learning how to be around people more in a social situation and being comfortable with that. Yeah, because that, that's, that's my challenge is socialising in big groups of people. Yeah, I'm quite introverted to be truthful and I... <laughs> and I yeah, find big groups of people quite uncomfortable. So outside of everything we've just said about me doing stuff on my own and being around strangers, but yeah, quite introverted and trying to maintain conversations is quite challenging for me. Um, so that's a whole nother conversation. But um... <laughs> so you're saying that you prefer one-on-one. So if I move to Australia, <laughs> you'll You'll maintain our friendship and we'll like hang together, right? Yeah. Yeah, totally. Tam. Okay. Totally. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 I mean, absolutely. I got to just check my place. I don't, cause I'm not going to be happy if I move to Australia and you're like, I don't have time for her. She is just <laughs> taking my, it, I can't, I don't have enough extroverting to give to her. <laughs> no, no, no. I selectively um, spend time with you. Thanks. Well, I'm for sure going to watch you dance. Don't think I won't also be videotaping like your whale watching birthday friend. I for sure will videotape because I'll be like, oh yeah, it's exactly like I thought it was going to be. I might even, if I get, if I get the video, I might even I might even send it after seeing. Oh that. man! <laughs> I know would... you've seen that. You've totally seen my dancing. I've sent you a dancing video before. You did, yeah. But so one's never enough. <laughs> <laughs> one one Karen dancing video is never enough. Never enough. 
Well, I am so thankful for you. I'm thankful for our friendship. You have been, from the very first time I met you, you just have this peaceful existence, just this calming presence that I've appreciated. And you've hung with us crazy Americans because out of our little six wonder women, you're the only one who doesn't live in America. I'm so thankful for you and for your wisdom and your courage and the inspiration to, you know, learn to be my own friend. And I enjoy knowing you, Tam, and um, it's been a pleasure getting to know you over this time. And you just, yeah, you're awesome. You're an awesome lady. You're the only person in my whole life who's ever called me Tam. And my daughter, <laughs> we made, I, I said my name was Tam once. And she was like, what is wrong with you? This is not your name. But now when you, and she, she thought I was a lunatic and maybe needed to be in an <laughs> asylum. But I'm like, no, when Karen says it, it's just different. It just hits different. It's just <laughs> all things lovely. Well, I know you've got to go date yourself today. Mm -hmm, you've got mm -hmm. a yoga retreat living mm -hmm. your best Australian life today. So I'm going to let you go <laughs> so you can get ready to go be brave. Thank you, darling. Yeah, it's been a pleasure. Thanks for starting your morning with me and ending my night with me. Yeah, I hope you have a restful one. Mm. Yeah, you know, it's going to be Hallmark Christmas movies. You're going to go to yoga and I'm going to go to the sofa. Yep, it's, that's how we roll. <laughs> that's, that's, that's who we are in a nutshell. That's good. <laughs> Well, enjoy, darling. Enjoy. All right. I love you. And I you. will talk to you next week for Wonder Women. You will, darling. Take care. Okay. Bye. Right, Go get bye. your yoga on. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to the Coming Out Gold podcast with me, Coach Tammy. I hope you enjoyed our time together today and learned something you can take action on to live a better story and that you will come back next week for another episode. As always, check out the show notes below for the links to my social media platforms, as well as the link to my website where you can check out the blog version of the podcast. If you're looking for a coach and are ready to make some real changes in your life, head to my website at rscoachandstrategist.com to book a free discovery call. And if you enjoyed this episode, please consider leaving it a review and sharing it with friends on social. Be sure to tag me though, so I can say thank you for helping grow our community here. Now go be the superhero of your own story because the world needs the awesomeness that only you bring. It's your time to come out gold.